Uh, good evening, everybody, and thank you for braving this foul day and this foul evening, and welcome to the Seymour Centre at the University of Sydney, and to the fifth in the series of talks titled Sydney Ideas. These evenings are a new initiative by the university designed to uh, engage the community in discussion about ideas and views, and in debate which is sometimes calm, sometimes heated, but always fascinated, as fascinating as I think tonight's discussion will be. Uh, I'm Tom Hennigan, the Chair of Architecture at the, at the University of Sydney. Tonight's talk is co-hosted by our faculty, the Faculty of Architecture and Sydney Ideas, and is the first uh, of what we hope will be a number of collaborations in bringing to you key discussions about our collective built environment. The format tonight is that our main speaker, Dr. Geordie Bonnet, will talk for about 45 minutes to an hour, after which he'll be joined on stage by Mark Burry to take questions from the audience. You notice that there are two microphones on, on the two side corners of the, the room. Uh, if you would like to ask questions at that time, could you please come up to the uh, microphones? Uh, can I remind you, as usual, that to turn off all your mobile phones? Um, it's, uh, I know it's very easy to forget, but please, please do that. Um, architects usually get into a lot of trouble when the builder, builder takes too long to finish a job. The exception, of course, is Antoni Gaudi, who died 80 years ago on this Wednesday, on the 7th of June, 1926, <coughs> and his most famous work, Sagrada Familia, often described as the world's favorite construction site. Construction began there 125 years ago, and apparently, according to Mark and Dr. Geordi, uh, completion is now scheduled for some period between 20 and 30 years from now. Uh, the, that the building will ever be finished is testament to the efforts and genius of our two guests tonight. Dr. Geordie Bonnet, architect, coordinator, and director of construction at Sagrada Familia, whose father worked in as, as an assistant to Gaudi, and Professor Mark Burry, former chair of architecture at the, and, and building at Deakin University, and now professor of innovation in spatial information architecture at RMIT University in Melbourne. Dr. Bonnet and Professor Burry have together, over a period of 27 years, pieced together, sometimes literally, the remnants of Gaudi's models and drawings badly damaged during the Spanish Civil War, and have used the advanced digital technologies of Mark's research laboratory in Melbourne to unravel Gaudi's geometric strategies and intentions and to complete them and deliver them to the hands of the contemporary stone masons in Spain. It's an extraordinary story of the channeling of Gaudi's genius. To explain more about this complex background and to formally introduce Dr. Bonnet, can you please welcome Professor Mark Burry. Thank you, Tom, and thank you, University of Sydney, for um, taking this opportunity to hear my uh, colleague, Geordie Bonnet, give, tell his story. I'm not going to be long because I'll be just taking time away from the person you want to speak to, but I'll give you some of the things that he might not refer to. Tom's mentioned the fact that um, uh, Geordie Bonnet's father was uh, one of the colleagues of Gaudi when he was in his youth and Gaudi was in his final years. And um, Geordie himself visited the site when he was seven years old, and that was 74 years ago, so you can piece a few figures from that. Um, so he's actually had a long association with the building. His first um, work on site was in 1941. He was one of the team of students he was um, studying. Um, but the models, that, as he will explain, of the Gaudi's plans to finish the building were, were unfortunately um, uh, smashed during the occupation by vandals during the Spanish Civil War, which was 1936 to 1939. 
So um, Geordie's first um, association with the building was to actually work with the models, trying to salvage them and draw them. And thus begins the long trail of piecing together uh, the, uh, the story that, or the puzzle of just exactly what Gaudi planned to finish the building. Um, uh, Jordi Bonnet has been on the foundation. That's the committee that is oversees the, the, you know, the continuation of it, not just the architects, but the, the clerics and the business people who form the small uh, foundation that's ensure that the, the work can progress. And he's been on there since 1965. And uh, he assumed the role of director and coordinator of the works 22 years ago in 1984. Um, he is visiting uh, Australia for the first time, I hope. Um, I'm trying to persuade them to come back again, but I think they're still feeling the, um, the, uh, the effects of a long travel Wednesday last week. So he, he's been in Melbourne to be the, one of the two keynote speakers at our Homo Faber conference, which was uh, a, a modelling exhibition, which you're all welcome to go and see. It's for another month, looking at the role of the model in the architect's endeavours, particularly the, the thinking process. There's a lot of subtext, like um, do we lose something when we use digital technology to model these days when the model maker, the traditional model maker, has time to reflect on their activity. So uh, without saying much more, I, I um, formally welcome Jordi Bonnet to the stage and uh, you can see the models and the story that lies behind them and the work that's been extracted from them. And as Tom has mentioned, there's an opportunity for questions at the end. Um, I just warn you that my experience is a lot of people coming to me sometime afterwards saying I wish I'd asked that question but I couldn't form it in time. So you've been warned there is an opportunity for questions so you could start thinking them up as the, as the lecture unfolds. Um, not least the plan of the Spanish government to put the high speed train within four metres of the foundations of the building. But I'll, we'll leave that for later. Thank you very much. Professor Tom Hennigan, Mrs. Meredith Hall, for the organization of this meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very, very grateful for your invitation to speak here in Sydney University about the puzzle of Sagrada Familia Church and how would Gaudi have finished it? But I'd like before to start my speech to give you a short presentation of my country, Catalonia. This will be the best for better understand Gaudi's personality and also to better explain the Sagrada Familia Church significate. Catalonia is a little country situated in the northwest Mediterranean coast, one foot in each side of the Pyrenees. 
and just in the northwest of Spain. Catalonia has mountains, the Pyrenees, but also a nice coast, the Costa Brava, with all village, with all middle-aged walls, and also little plants and mountains. This is Montserrat, uh, an extraordinary mountain who exists a sanctuary of the Virgin of Montserrat. With centuries of Roman domination, arrived to Catalonia the Christian faith. After a short period of Arabic domination, you see here the you see here this is Catalonia the Islam, the Carolingian Empire, the Byzantine Empire, and this was in the 10th century. In this Carolingian Empire, founded the Marca Hispanica, and with the leadership of the Count of Barcelona in the Middle Age, reaches to have a very important place. In this European Mediterranean policy, culture and trade. You see these churches in the Pyrenees, but also in in the Gothic period, these big monasteries with a very interesting Gothic architecture, and also in the 14th century, the house of the Catalan government, the Generalitat. But the succession war of the Spanish Crown ends Catalan independence in 1714. But Romanticism played a leading role in his national rebirth, and with the Industrial Revolution and the impulse of the bourgeoisie, broke into being a powerful capital city where art flourished alongside trade and economy. Catalonia once again opened up to the world, especially in the space of fine arts. This is the famous auditorium, the Music Palace in Barcelona, and also this last Miro Foundation by the architect Sert. But now, after this little 
the mangering of my own country. I like to say it, as you know, that the Gaudi's principal work, the temple of the Sagrada Familia, was never finish, finished by its creator. The architect worked on it for most of his life, and today it is being built under the direction of the architects who are Gaudi's successors, in agreement with Gaudi's original ideas, in accordance with his own wishes. This is, I'm sorry, but sometimes this goes so fast. Oh. This is the original Gaudi design of all the view of his church, the Sagrada Familia. Gaudi never finished a complete plan of the temple. The architect worked on it for most of his life, and today it is being built under the direction of architects who are Gaudi's successors, in agreement with Gaudi's original ideas, in accordance with his own wishes. As I said, Gaudi never finished a complete plan of the temple. He built a very important part of the crypt. This is the crypt, the apse walls, and also the, the apse walls, and also <coughs> the nativity facade. As you see, this is a view just in the time as. 1926, when Gaudí died. The first architect was not Gaudí, was the diocesan architect, Mr. Villar. And from 1884, Gaudí continued the new Gothic style with important innovation and putting into practice important ideas, finishing the crypt, as you can see, but right at the end of the 19th century, a very important donation changed this food, the future of the temple, giving Gaudi the possibility of developing his original ideas and also of introducing many important changes. From one bell tower, this was the first, this was the first drawing made by Gaudi after this important donation. From one bell tower of the original project of the architect Bidar, they arrived to 18 towers. <clears throat> From one, this was really a so big work, then double the surfaces area and the main tower at the top of the cathedral reaching 170 meters. Such an important building was impossible to finish for the own generation, and so the Association of the Bodies of St. Joseph accepted this proposition to build the east front facade. 
This gave the generation that had started the construction the opportunity to see something finish. And this desire was fulfilled in November 26, the St. Bartholomew's Belower was finished, Bell Tower was finished. Gaudi was able to see his new architecture without scaphonding, as you see in this picture. It is possible to consider the continuation of the Sagrada Familia as being, being in large part, the restoration of Gaudi project design. This is the full design of Gaudi was well aware that the work he was carrying out was of such magnitude that he would never see what he was dreaming to of finish. From this time of the impressive draft drawn up in the last dec decade of the 19th century, he had over 30 years to devote to it all the new ideas that he was experimenting with one on the, with, on the works he was building. This is a view of the apse just in the end of the 19th century. From the commission to continue it, the architect Del Villar project, he had been able to go and to offer something that was attracting supporters to the work he loved most and which was being appreciated by all the social classes from the common people to the intellectuals and the middle classes. He had even attracted interest on an international level thanks to the trust that was never lacking from his friend and patron, Eusebi Guelli. Despite the setbacks and at times the lack of funds difficulties had gradually been overcome. Providence had come to his aid with the commission for the chapel of the, of the Whale Industrial Village. You can see this is the crypt of this chapel, 20 kilometers in the south of Barcelona. I would not have there used them on the temple of the Sagrada Familia. This work was then the prior experimentation of the new architecture. <coughs> and this new architecture, this, the synthesis of structure and the on this form with the help of geometry, of real surfaces, had led him to research into geometrical laws that would lead him to achieve the continuity that is generally present in nature. This was the form who Gaudi has made the calculations of this little chapel. It is a very interesting form from calculation. This changed model that you can see here that 
is the synthesis, as I said, of his architecture that structure and form art with the help of geometry, the new Gaudi architecture. Gaudi claimed, I am a geometer, and said, the use of rule surfaces is logical for their plastic superiority and their constructive ease. The paraboloid is father, is the father. It is the superior that adapts to everything that replaces the others without supplanting them, as is the mission of all superiors. The support own shape is the helicoid ending in a base and a capital, which are the solid hyperboloid, the resistance, and the walls require the hyperboloid seen from between as they are shapes suitable for the light. The paraboloid ties it all together and what's more is felt in everything as the bits of helicoidal are paraboloids and the bits of hyperboloid as well. You see here what is hyper, hyperboloid. This is a cylinder and this is the hyperboloid. <clears throat> Thus, he strove to find laws of geometry that would allow him to solve all sorts of problems. The false distinction between supporting and supported elements give rise to an imperfect discontinuity between the gems or columns and the arch or lintel, said Gaudí. As observer of nature, he claimed architecture creates the organism and therefore this has to have a law in keeping with those of nature. And he added, my ideas are of an indisputable logic the only thing I find unusual about them is that they have never before been applied and that it is should this, and, and that I should have been the first. It is the only thing that in any case will make me hesitate. <clears throat> Therefore, he stated, I first fired out the structure that the Sagrada Familia will have on the Guayl industrial village. Without this previous trial, I would never have dared use it on the temple. The, you see here the Gaudi models. And you see the new walls of this new architecture. This confidence would lead him to adopt the definitive designs with which he would carry out the temple project and which he would capture in the models at scales of 1 to 10 and 125 by which he show what it would look like in future. These are, this one, 
the original model in scale 1 to 10 of the columns and here also of the walls. In the last 10 years of his life, he strove to design the naves of the temple that he was to define as a forest in which the trees, the columns, open branching out, would support the walls and would structurally divide the efforts in supports everything in such a way that the star-shaped intersections of hyperboloids and hyperbolic paraboloids would allow diffuse light to stream in from and hike as occurred in forests due to the foliage covering them. Gaudi, moreover, <coughs> wanted to show a living architecture that is with color and movement. An example of this is the bank on the Farquhar or also the crypt of the, this little church of the Colonia Guell. And you can see here also in this church the ramification from one column to other two columns in the high. This is also a view of a detail of these walls and these columns and these new rural surfaces that Gaudí employed always in this new architecture. And you see here this cornish of a new Doric in the Parkway, who is possible to see in this bank the color and the movement. And this was an important point of his new architecture. Then Gaudí said, this new architecture, it is living architecture. And for them, he need movement and color. And this is Gaudí's column. Gaudí liked to arrive in a solution, a new solution of an, um, with a new column, with movement, always in the History of architecture, it is really a column with movement. This is the Solomonic column. But this was not the best for Gaudi. And so he studied during two years to arrive to this new column. You see here the result and also the possibilities of this branching of columns supported, that supported the walls in the high. But after Gaudi died, it was a terrible moment with the Spanish war, civil war. The Gaudi studio was burned just in the first days of the civil war. This is the picture who it is possible to see the fire in the Gaudí studio. Any paper, any drawing 
all was burned. But <clears throat> Gaudí need to have models, and so with his models in Gyps, this was to give that the visitors and the people that has given money for the continuation of the temple. And so these models were made in Gyps, and this, the models were destructed, but it was possible the restoration of these models just in the end, after the end, the end of the civil war. You see here the work of the, the rest, this restoration. This was a long, a long work to do. But as all these models and this new architecture was based with geometry, it was possible to arrive to restore not only the models, but also that each part of these models to put in his own places, as you can see here in this, in this picture. This is, for example, a picture of the interior of the Sagrada Familia Church with the differences of these columns, of these windows, of all these new elements that help us to the research. Then, after the, this terrible accident in the Gaudí studio, it was necessary to make a deep research to found the Gaudí new laws, geometrical laws, that Gaudí employed for the continuation of his church. This is the roofs model. This is also the main facade model that was also destructed but it was possible to make the restoration of each element. And so we discovered that all these elements had the same, not modulation, the same proportions. And this was a very important help for the continuation with Gaudi ideas with the most big fidelity. My predecessors, with this Gaudi drawing, original drawing, has the possibility to continue it and to build the west facade, the facade, the passion facade, and it is not finished, but it was possible that this drawing is an excellent drawing. And also, all these forms are geometrical forms. It is the same with one other model, the Sagristi model, that for Gaudí, 
was very important to make also, as he made with the laboratory research in the chapel of the Colonial Way, to build in the future the cupolas and the big symbolium that arrives to 170 meters. But I like to speak about the column. This new Gaudi column and his geometrical laws. You see here the four columns that from the devil zero arrives to the walls after branching, but also with other columns that has the same geometrical laws. You see here the biggest column with two ten meters of diameter that has a height of more as 25 meters. And also the secondary columns in the transept uh, with a proportion not so not so high as the other, and also the naves columns with an other diameter, and the little column of the secondary easels that has only the half of the diameter of the biggest column. But this is uh, and has a really spec very important, the generation of this column that in the, in the next uh, part of my uh, words, I like to explain you the generation of the columns. But it was possible that all is geometrical to introduce the mathematic equations of these columns in a computer. And so it is possible to um, work directly from the computer, the stone, and cut the stone, the granite, the basalt, the porphyr, and these forms. This is an example of these columns that goes from a polygon to the circle. You see here this column, this is a square, and this is the circle. But with a geometrical law, this is possible. And also, not only with a regular polygon set, also with other not, not regular polygons, as this other, you see here, two squares and two pentagons. And this generated the circle after the application of the geometrical law that are two helicoids that uh, of the same basis arrives in and with um, a certain modulation to the circle. 
Then, Gaudi was a, excuse me. Was a big nature observer. You see here a bond. The bond, it is a cylinder. This is the cylinder. But in the articulation, the bond is transformed with a hyperboloid. And so this gives the possibility to arrive to the walls. And this is the same that you see with this tree. This is for the possibility for the branching. This is the, the GIPS model, the computer drawing, and also the realization in the construction. You see really the tree and the reality of the construction. But this branching, it is possible from one column to two columns or from one column to four columns or also with this forest, as Gaudi liked to say, that will be the aspect of the interior of the naves of the Sagrada Familia. A forest with the trees and the branching and that the light arrives through the leaves. But this was my first result of this research. But then there were also other capitals. You see the original models and they were made in scale one to 10. And the possibility, the first possibility was to uh, after to have the measures of each of these capitals, uh, 10 more of each measure was possible to continue it, the design. But the research gives us the possibility that you can see in these numbers. The measure of each diameter of each helipsoid were, as you can see, 360 of the main diameter, 240 of the secondary, and of the little 180. In the second helipsoid, 270, 180, 135. And in the third diameter, 180, 120, and 90. And as you can see, 360 is the double of 180. And two thirds are 
240. And it is the same in the other. This is the same proportions of each helicoid of these capitals. And so we arrived to know that the Sagrada Familia always was modulated and with different geometrical laws was possible to give for the Gaudi successor the possibility to continuity with the original Gaudi ideas to finish in the future the church. You see the result of all them. Here you see the difference. Diameters of the columns and also the branchings from a rectangle and four squares or here with two squares and two pentagons and others branchings that give the possibility to continue it exact as Gaudi desire. These last years, it was also possible to have some uh, lines brought for the first Gaudi successor, Sugranyas. And in these papers, we found many important uh, ideas that with the Gaudi rationalism, it was possible to arrive who was Gaudi desire. This is the result of these columns, of this architecture, and also of the whole walls design with a combination of hyperboloids, paraboloids, as you can see with this model. The walls, the column, without discontinuity that goes from the square to the circle, from the circle of the hyperboloid and to the walls. And also this with a combination of stars design. There are other sorry, problems for this continuation. For example, it is the view of a part of the <coughs> supports of the columns of the crows of the Sagrada Familia. But also, you can see, after all these geometrical laws, it is possible to arrive to the to com make complete design of all the different details of the temple. This is 
computer design of the crows with a combination of different hyperboloids. This is a section of the temple. Now we are in this moment working in this height, also working in the walls of the crows, and now also in a part of the apse that we have some difficulties. Then the apse was started with new Gothic architecture. And Gaudi, uh, with his new architecture, has given to us the possibility to arrive to new solutions. This is also the view of the passion facade and the lateral facades, and also the part, superior part of the roofs and also of the cloister. And here, this little building of the provisory schools that Gaudi built in the first years of the 20th century. And that was restored these last years. Then these schools was also destructed during the civil war. This is a part of the passion facade. Now, with the collaboration of Professor Marbury, we work in this superior part with these columns, combination of paraboloids and also hyperboloids that we need many to do to study it and to, with a deep research, arrive to the definitive solution. This is also a drawing of the roof. This is important, this work. Then, now we wish to build this part of the roof without reinforce the concrete. The water is a danger for reinforcer concrete. And we need to build not for only 100 years. We build for 1,000 years. The history the, of architecture are the history of the temples. And the temples uh, is not a building for one century. They are buildings for many centuries. You can see here that we, in continuation of the ideas, build these roofs with bricks, but also, it is important to work in the sculpture as in the passion facade. This is the sculpture Subirax that worked in this 
school, more as 100 sculptures in the Passion facade. You see here a part of these sculptures. The measure of these sculptures are more than three meters and the Jesus Christ is a sculpture of five meters of height. You see here the sculpture Subirax and his work. Very different of the nativity facade that Gaudi has built directly, then it is not the same a facade that tells the history as a child that has born Jesus and with the difference of the death of a man in a cross. Another view of the Subirak's work. Then Gaudi always spoke about his successors. And he gave to us freedom for the interpretation of his ideas, but with fidelity to the ideas. And for them, we have the help of these geometrical laws and also with the rationality of his ideas and his work. This is a part of the passion facade. A directory work in sculpture. This is the image of the ascension of Christ, made by Subirax, but also in this window, it is possible to see the collaboration of Professor Burry that has designed in the way, in the Gaudi way, and with the Gaudi forms, this window, this very important window. It is also the problem of colors. Gaudi has given to us models in gyps. This is white, not color, but always Gaudi employed color. This is my interpretation of this color. But it's important to put color in all the terminals with Venetian glasses. This is, you can see here one of the terminals by Eucharistic symbols, the wine, and also here with the help with one third of the Gaudi original model in scale one to 10. You see here the pieces founded. It was possible the restoration giving color to this terminal. Sorry. So, it is the bread, a symbol of the, an Eucharistic symbol. But it is also important to 
call different artists, as in this case, Milagrau, for the glasses, for the windows. You see here, this is the resurrection in the Passion facade. And also with other problems, as for example, in the new Gothic facade of the Nativity, with the shadow of this terminal has given a difficulty, but it was, I think, very good, you saw, by Bila Grau with his glasses. And all employing the help of computers, this is the section of the crows with the branching, with the biggest columns from the crows, this is the drawing by the computer, and that today it is built just to this high. We arrive in this moment to 60 meters in the high. This is the apse. This was also possible, the continuation. Then it is the same problems of the nave, of the main nave, but with circular sectors, not with squares. And so it was possible that Gaudi has made these forms, but this was a square, and for them they are four columns, but in the apse, the circular sector need only three, and so it was possible with the same Gaudi geometrical laws to have only two squares and one pentagon, and always the circle in the superior part. This was made directly by Gaudi. This is our interpretation. I think it is a very uh, an, an important uh, solution with total total uh, In this moment, uh, I have not the word in English. I am sorry. Uh, the total uh, fidelity to Gaudi original ideas. I think that is also good for you to have in your hands these forms. Then so it will be better understanding these solutions very originals, based always with geometry and these new forms, the walls and the columns. This is the last picture made these last weeks from the central part of the crows with different reforms made by 
with combinations of hyperboloids and paraboloids. And also you can see another special realization that Gaudí likes not only to employ new technologies, but also old technologies as these walls made with brick and in form of hyperboloids. You see here the reinforced columns with steel and also the walls made with Venetian glasses and in form of different combinations in with hyperboloids but also these little paraboloids with color, with movement, with branching, all in this new Gaudi original ideas. This is a computer drawing of the transept and central cross and also here Here it is possible to see the hyperboloid. This is the column combination of a helicoid, the hyperboloid of and the other hyperboloid who the light arrives from the height to the interior of the naves. <coughs> The roof are now one of the tasks to which we are most committed. Gaudí left them well resolved formally and we have the restored models. We have decided to use the same thermal technology that the master came up with a century ago and it is preserved in good condition. The stone slabs that he planted will be supported by arches and Catalan-style walls, in other words, with a few layers of tiling. We have decided not to use the reinforced concrete that replaces the ceramic tiles, to ensure that it lasts the centuries that the monuments demands. One of the tasks carried out and which has in actual fact been some very important restoration work are the provisional schools that Gaudi built in 909 and which were destroyed in 1936. In the next summary of my words, you can see in a, in a <coughs> video the generation of all that I have explained. Finally, I like 
to explain to you some ideas about the role of buildings such as the Sagrada Familia Church for cities. An important and singular building always invites visitors to come and to observe his monumental aspect and also to collect experience for the development of a city or a country. You see here Barcelona and the Sagrada Familia. In the antiquity, we had the seven walled marbles. People like to have a scale of the most famous buildings in the world. The Sagrada Familia Church is in this way. And these last 10 years, the visitors went from uh, half a million to two and a half billions per year. It is possible to compare it with your Sydney Opera House. Today, the most visited monuments, the Parthenon, and many museums in Spain, is the Sagrada Familia the most visited monument. In other countries, some singular characteristics gave new possibilities. An old city named Borohut or an ensemble of buildings of certain characteristic style, etc., need to be taken care of it is a very valuable heritage. The Sagrada Familia Church is in this way. I must mention the wish to be able relatively soon to have whole area of the church roof in order to celebrate the 125th anniversary of Gaudi's beginning his masterpiece. We believe to be in the way of fidelity to Gaudi ideas, so much as our capacity will arrive where Gaudi would finish it. All is providential in the Sagrada Familia, said Gaudi. But I think that is good that in these last pictures, to present you the video of the masterpiece of this man, Antoni Gaudí, just two years before he died in Barcelona. And just this next week, the 10 June, will be 80 years that Gaudí died. And now I like that you see this summary of all this image that I has explained just at this moment. 
this is a work to explain the column, the Gaudi column, made by Marbury. You see the colonial way with inclinated columns, with a branching, but this was in the way that Gaudi liked to present his new architecture, the new column, the Gaudi column. Generated, you see, one square with a second square. This is an octagon, a star octagon. Then with a parabolas, give a section the section in the level zero of the column. Two helicoids as a Solomonic column goes to the height, one going to the left and the second to the right. The intersection of these two helicoids gives the possibility that little by little you see a new corner, and so of an octagon, you arrive to a polygon with 16 faces. So little by little, you see that the column grows, and from eight goes to 16. In the second swing, with the same curve and with the same movement to right and to left, from 16 arrives to 32. You see the two movements to right and to left generated a second swing, then another swing, always with the same curves, arriving in a height of the double of the eight parts of the octagon to the circle. You see it. See, little by little, you arrive to the circle. This is possible in, this, in the Gaudi epoch to bait with chips, but now with a computer, it is possible to cut directly the stone, the granite, the basalt, the porphyr, and so you arrive to the column. This was the first column made directly by this system. Another explanation, the branching, this is the tree, then the computer design from a rectangle to the inferior part arrives to the circle, and also from the four 
squares also in the circle, as you can see in the construction, that it is in a very important part of his of the building. This is the two squares. This is also from one column to two columns, from one column to four columns, and also the reality of the different branchings that arrive to the walls, to the secondary walls, and also the, the main wall in a height of 45 meters. And then this is the superior part of the roof. The capitals, the different capitals, in granite, in basalt, in porphyry, the Gaudi original models restored. And this is the construction of this part of the, of the church. This is one and the other capital. In the Persian facade, the original Gaudi drawing, all this part just here, it is finished, and now we work in this other part, the superior part. We have many difficulties to arrive to a good uh, interpretation of Gaudi drawing. This is the window made the design by Marbury and the today view of the Persian facade and his aspect today. And in the, the roofs, you can see the Gaudi original model restored and now you have here the worker that works to build with bricks without any steel to support the roofs, uh, the different aspects. This is the collaboration of different sculptures. This is Subirax that has made the sculpture, this is the Subirax working in the image from Jesus Christ's ascension in bronze. This is an image of five meters of high. Or also this view of the color terminals, the restoration these Eucharistic symbols that I spoke, and also the interpretation from the original models, you see by the sculpture Soto, and this is the finished terminal 
wine, bread, and wine. This is the of the resurrection, and also, as I explain, the color that has given a good aspect without the shadow of the exterior terminal. And it is also important that you know this restoration of this little work, well, the work, the provisional schools. This was made, built in 1909. Pictures of this time with an uh, active education of the children with these original forms that is very resistant as all these forms on the rules for faces. The school, the boys, and the visit of Le Corbusier with Cert and the drawing that directly Le Corbusier has made from this original technology, Catalan technology. The schools were restored after the destruction of this, this building. Drawings from Gaudi's successor, Quintana, and you see the roofs with this conoid forms also rules of You see the generation of this little building with the conoids in the roof and also in the walls of the perimeter. And this is the parts, original parts that drawing of this building solutions and the work for our workers. This was the state of the after the the that the schools was destructed and the part of the originals that today are in his place and the work of our workers to restore restore these provisional schools. You see, the walls are only 10 centimeters in a height of five meters, and this is very, very resistant without steel, only with brick and cement. It is possible to employ technologies. This is a part of a, a weight of 14 tons as other part of this building. And the moment that each part was in his place. These little fountains 
and the interior today restored with all the original parts that has not destructed. You see the roofs. And this is this very original work by Gaudí. The provisory schools of the Sagrada Familia. Finally, the section and the interior of the naves with the columns and the branching and the walls and the light that enters with the Venetian and the computer drawings, aspect of the walls, another computer drawings, parts of the triforiums, and the last works that we are to making today. Also, different aspects. of the main facade, the interior, this is the aspect that today has a Sagrada Familia Church. We, as Gaudi said, all is providential in the Sagrada Familia. And we believe to be in the way of fidelity to Gaudi ideas so much as our capacity will arrive where Gaudi would finish it. But today, we carry to affirm this only with a hard work and a deep research this would be possible. Thank you. that Dr. Bonnet would like the uh, return of those wonderful items eventually. No, please sit down. Yes, sit down. Um, while you're thinking of a question, if you have any, I mean, the, what, I'll just make a comment. The, what strikes me is not so much what I'd always assumed that the Sagrada Familia had been, only a little bit of it had been completed, but how much of it had, had been completed at the time of his death. I'd never really understood so clearly um, the difficulty of the limited budget, the, the, the cash flow problems, the lack of uh, simple things like tower cranes, you know, the technology of construction that we, that we expect in our construction sites. None of this was available in that early period, and yet he created so much. So I'm just curious, the, um, the degree of 
collaboration that that implied, you know, that to achieve even what was built at the time of his death must have involved the transmission of the knowledge of the geometries from him to so many people. Is it, I mean, was it, was it like that? Is it, is it that there, there was communal knowledge of, of all of these amazing things which now uh, only Mark can achieve? Was that knowledge held amongst the, all the workers and your father, all his collaborators on site? Or was it uh, in the way that it, I seem to understand it, that it was a, a geometrical knowledge or an, uh, that was, had to be rediscovered by yourselves after his death? Is it a continuous knowledge or is it, was it broken at some point? <laughs> really, we know a part of this column generation, but not that all the columns were generated by the, the same law, geometrical law. This is the result of my research and also not I alone said with other collaborators then we have a big team with more architects that we work together and so little by little it was possible to discover all these different proportions and the modulation this is very important then with the geometrical laws, with a modulation and the difference proportion. For example, Gaudi divided the biggest column with a diameter that is divided by 12, give the 12 different columns of all the church. One has a diameter of 112, other of 212, of 212, and each with a different polygon. And this is always in the sections in height, in the uh, different measures. For example, the Sagrada Familia has 90 meters long, it's 90 meters long. Gaudí devices 90 by 12, this is seven and a half. And so, seven and a half, 15, 22, and six, 50, 30, and so and so. All these proportions are always. And so it is possible to continue it with completely fidelity to Gaudi ideas. The work that we are doing, it is only our interpretation, but without Gaudi, sure that this new architecture, and I said new architecture that I think that is uh, uh, these Gaudi ideas is important also for the creativity in the future of architecture. Mark, uh, in one paper uh, I read, Mark had pointed out that in architecture schools we don't very often learn much about Gaudi because 
Uh, we don't often teach about Gaudi because it's understood that only Gaudi could be Gaudi. There was nothing that could be very, very difficult to transmit um, or to take from Gaudi's work and use in one's own, own work. And so it's, we always assume that everything he created was an entirely personal uh, article, an entirely personalized design. It's just that when you get to a building of this scale, I'm just curious, was there a large team which shared design responsibility throughout uh, the church even when he was alive, or was he uh, controlling everything? Or was it, was it transmitted through a series of, uh, of uh, associates? Or was it, was it a kind of, was it an entirely personal work, or, or was it that when, when that, uh, the geometrical rules were understood, people, even in his own lifetime, could create uh, pieces separately without referring back to him always for this personalized creation? In which sense? I mean, the work you're doing now would be a continuation of that. I think that this Gaudi was a very intelligent man and he was sure that for him was not possible to finish his work. And for them, it was to give to us, to the successors, giving in the same moment also freedom for the interpretation, the possibility to are always in his way. And so he arrived to this modulation, and this is for us a very important thing. And for example, many hypotheses of solutions after to arrive to the solution, we had discovered a paper or a model, uh, a part of the model that it is the, the, um, the demonstration that we are in this uh, idea that we are not uh, in uh, error, that we are, uh, then Gaudi is a big rationalist. Anything is made without a real reason. And we had many demonstrations that we are not wrong, that we are in the good way. What, what is Mr. Bonnet's referring to is the discovery of a solution after it had already mm. been resolved, mm. uh, which was handy. Mm. <laughs> 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 Are there anybody who'd like to ask questions about this? We can probably shout it without the microphone. Sorry. Um, the 20th century's other great 
half-finished masterpiece is, of course, in Sydney, the Opera House. Um, in the early 1960s, Utzon sent his best man to Barcelona to study uh, Gaudi's methods. Uh, during the, the heat of the um, Opera House vault uh, issue. Um, th those vaults moved from a, a free-form shape through a parabolic um, a few years, through an elliptical three years before settling, excuse me, before settling on a spherical solution. Um, my, my question is, um, in your experience, I guess, I, I imagine you would have spent some time down at that building. Um, if you have seen, or if you maybe more importantly have felt, a connection between the work of Gaudi and the work of Utzon. What was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say that uh, I saw the Opera House with admiration. It is an excellent example. The result, I know that there were many difficulties to build this opera house. But sure that geometry is always important for architecture. It is the difference with a sculpture and architect. Architecture needs to employ geometry then, uh, and for them, I, th I, I think that Hudson uh, was in a, in a good way. And I think that this, this um, re research by geometrical laws, it is important for the future of the architecture. Architecture, it is not only a solution with orthogonal beams and columns. No, it is important to the dominion of the space, the dominion of the light. And architecture, architecture is, is not a scenography. Together, structure and form. And this is very important. Gaudi, if us, he opened ways of the future, I think. And also, Yudson, with his Sydney Opera House, 
give many possibilities for the future. It's my impression of one hour to hour in the opera house. Today, it is important to arrive from Spain to Europe with a train with high speed. And we have in Barcelona two stations. And with the west station and the east station, the straight line goes just for the Mallorca Street, just in not more as four meters of the foundations of the main facade of the Sagrada Familia. Four meters in a depth of 26 meters with a ground with sand and water. And the tunnel, the project of this tunnel, with 12 meters of diameter, with reinforced concrete only with not more as 35 centimeters, it is a danger, a possible danger, not only just in the first days when the tunnel is built, set for the future. It is a danger. Then what will be that this steel with the water and with the concrete and the possible movements of the, uh, the ground with sand, sand and not a cement, cemented sand, said discarbonated sand. But some engineers has the the, the idea that all is possible, <laughs> but uh, risk is correct. The risk for the future, not in twenty years, not in a hundred years. Sagrada Familia, as many churches, need to. Uh, has to, to are preserved 
for the future. It is a big danger. I am against, but to fight against uh, the administration, it is not easy. <laughs> always, they are always lobbies and forces that I don't know what there are. This is the problem. built now are entirely safe. And there was a, about nine months ago, a house almost fell into the road tunnel that they built in Sydney. Wasn't it Lane Cove? So we're, we fundamentally understand the problem. And I suspect the address is the Embassy of Spain, Canberra, ACT. Um, if you... Well, on behalf of you all, I, mean, I, th I think, you know, uh, we were talking before about certain buildings in the world being in the common ownership of us all. And I think Sagrada Familia is one of those very few. Uh, these two wonderful gentlemen uh, on our behalf are creating it really for us. And I think on, on all our behalf, I want to thank you very much for your presentation tonight and for explaining the wonderful work you've been doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I counted four pieces going out and two came back. Uh, only a last words. The Sagrada Familia has also, it is a monument, but it has also a, a spiritual call. This is very important. Then humanity uh, needs spirit, not all, only materialism eh? and it is we will Gaudi wishes was that the example of the holy family for the as a call to the universal brotherhood eh? today this is very important there are many problems. And for them, I think that it is not only an architectural monument, but also in the future it is a place who it, it is possible, the prayer and the experience of this universal brotherhood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you.